Hello and welcome back to Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. This week, me and John wrap up part two of Masters of the Universe. We uh, we talk about cars, we talk about hoverboards, and most importantly, we talk about Star Wars. So uh, tune in for that. Get on Netflix, watch Masters of the Universe if you haven't seen it yet. It's terrible. And uh, then tune in next week for when we watch 1968 steve mcqueen's bullet joined once again by dustin clewer and like last week in part one we're still drinking gilgamesh's fresh prince fresh hopped ipa so get over to gilgameshbrewing.com and check it out Yeah, it could be really interesting, because at first, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, I've always thought, going back to the hoverboard technology, sorry, guys, <laughs> fucking... This is interesting. Yeah, so what's interesting, so the way my brain works is sometimes I'm annoyed with the way cars work, right? It's like we have these devices that can take us anywhere in the world we want to go, provided we drive them on the road. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to drive them on the road. He's a genius. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, you got to drive him on the road, and wherever the road goes, you go. And you got to keep your car between these neat and tidy little lines painted on the road and all this stuff. That's what the man wants you to think, right? That's what the man wants you to think. Well, I think it a lot. <laughs> but Every time I don't think it, I get these weird bills. <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> um. Oh, whoa, dude. They're, like, looking back in time, like, with a little thing. Wow, that's crazy. So, but you think about it, and it's like, (laughs) you get this car, and it's like, this is your ticket to freedom, right? Yeah. But still, like, everywhere you go is, like, along the road. Like, you want to go to the restaurant? Oh, well, it's along the road. It's right next to the road. You pull in off the road. You go to a place? Well, you just pull in off the road. And if there's no road, you can't get there. Imagine if there were roads that, like, weren't connected, and they're just, like, independent, like networks of roads that you had like no way of getting to like your car would be stuck in this network of road i've never had that well no i take that back. no i mean it doesn't happen because I all of our roads are connected thought. yeah but i have had that thought about a system of roads that wasn't connect. like if mount angel and silverton and woodburn didn't that's where you could go and yeah. there were there- well think about it this way oahu you know, Maui. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Big Island. Like, they're just these independent networks of roads, and your car is on them, and you could drive. But you that's can't. a that's a super example, because it's like, well, that's a fucking island. But well, it proves it, my point. It's like, the, exactly, exactly. So, with that in mind, thinking about the hoverboard technology, or the hover technology, I'm like, well, fuck, that sucks. Like, you're not going to be able to take it where you want to go. 
but we can't fucking take our cars where we want to go. You know, and it's like, oh, well, it just will be a matter of time until we implement the infrastructure that you can take it kind of wherever you want to go with that. You know what I mean? They build the magnetic roads and then maybe they got, maybe they start with like one lane on the freeway and it's like the magnetic freeway and you have your car that's like outfitted so you can drive and then it's like, oh, I'm going to take the magnetic freeway now and you like plop up on it. It's like, oh, and you get like frictionless and it just kind of propels you along and like, you don't even have to steer in those. Maybe that'd be cool. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I think so. And then, you know, so. so then we get those first magnetic freeways and we're like, whoa, this is weird. It's like seeing the charging ports for electric cars mm-hmm. at the grocery store. You're like, oh, there's a few of those. And then 10 years later, now they got electric charging points, you know, at least like one spot at like every store you go to. Yeah. Where even 10 years from now, there's probably going to be a charging port at every fucking store you go to. Yeah. Every, every parking lot's going to have a hundred of them or 200 of them you know what i mean well i mean we're we're dang close because i think tesla just had an update a software update for their cars which had i mean subaru has the same technology where it has sensors so you stay you know 50 feet from the car in front of you if they slow down you slow down yeah without you doing anything if they speed up you speed up i mean that stuff is there yeah i mean that's pretty much self-driving you're pretty close to it. It was interesting because I think that's ended up what that ended up being what made me kind of okay with the idea of self-driving cars was because you know when you watch the movie I Robot with Will Smith and you're like, no, we can't drive self-driving cars. Like then it's gonna be used for evil. But first of all, the companies that are pioneering this shit, like you said, like Tesla, Subaru's got the, that thing where you, the brake system. Well, Google's got motherfucking self-driving cars, and I don't think Google is a fucking maleficent fucking yeah entity in any but we were talking about this at lunch the other day too with uh because they already have self-driving tractors they just don't use them a whole lot when they start to use them more in self-driving cars people are gonna figure out how to hack them well they already did that they hacked a car for the first time oh really yeah and they just caused it to like run off the road or something like that like it wasn't nobody was in it it was a controlled test yeah 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 but you know all that means is so a group of people did it they were acting in the right way. They work with a company and they make money on how to fix that loophole. You know what I mean? That's true, but there's always going to be a new loophole. Yeah, but I don't Unfortunately, think... Unfortunately, that never changes. But you know, the same thing is, is, like, you used to hear that same argument when, like, online payments became popular. That's true. Right? Like, <laughs> people were like, well, all of our identities are going to be stolen. And it's like, yeah, I think by using your credit card online, like, you definitely risk more than another person. Like, no no doubt about it. Oh, like, yeah. Target had that huge thing where mm-hmm. all their... But then you just go on and you change your fucking information maybe you get a new credit card like it doesn't take that long oh congratulations it's a fucking inconvenience well you know what used to be an inconvenience was 50 years ago before they had credit cards you had to drive to the motherfucking store yeah okay so congratulations you to go to the bank every week and get cash out and then you have to carry around five pounds of quarters everywhere because yeah. you got changed <laughs> yeah oh it's an inconvenience you have to change your credit card number wow <laughs> i wish true. i was you that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> I mean, every time, like the other day, I was I was looking at video games on Steam, which for those who don't know, Steam is like an online game distributor platform, and you can shop in their little online marketplace, and what makes them great is that they have sales all the time, and you can store your credit card in there, and you can buy a motherfucking video game at the click of a button, right? And I think I had that moment where it like asked me to type in like my security code on my credit card and I like didn't have it right there. And I was like, oh, fuck this. And I like just didn't buy it on my new phone. (laughs) I instead of using a password, I just read my my thumbprint. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's awesome. And so many people were uncomfortable with that when that first came out. Yeah, I like, remember. So many people resist the change. And then you just kind of embrace it and you're like, oh, this is so much better. You know what I mean? Progression. I was talking to my dad about this. Like, you're, you probably aren't really aware of it because you don't use Android, but uh, Google has this program and it's basically like kind of an automatic like assister and it's called Google Now. And what it does is... Okay, it, Google Now. That deal. Yeah, you sure. Say, okay, you, Google Now and it looks it up. Yeah, sure. You can do that. Okay. That's fine. That's, that's what one, I'm familiar That's with. one thing you can do. But the other thing it does, for example, mine used like location tracking and all this stuff. Figured out where I live, figured out where I work, and that's kind of creepy at first, and it is. Sometimes I'm still like, wow, that's weird. Like, my house is, like, stored in Google. Well, guess what? When I fucking created a Google account, I put my fucking address in there somewhere, probably. <laughs> like, Jesus. Anyway. I th- The phone company has my fucking address, for God's sake. They mail me a bill every month. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. There are no secrets. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so yeah. So, it, like, it figured out where I live, figured out where I work. And figured out my schedule, like my weekly schedule. So it's like, oh, you're getting ready to get off work in 15 minutes. Here's a traffic update. You might want to try this route because this there that's, was an accident. Yeah. That's awesome. It fucking tells me this shit. <laughs> and then I can set it up so like when I get home from work, like it silences my phone. Like mm-hmm. it'll silence my phone automatically when I detect I'm here. You know what I mean? That way it's not ringing. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then when it detects I leave, it'll turn it up for me. When it detects I'm driving, it'll read my text messages to me. This is freaking awesome. Yeah, dude. And and Apple can't have this? I'm sure Apple has something that's well, similar. My Google, or one of my apps just got it updated. It must have been Google. Google Maps or what? No. Google? What the fuck Google do you have on your phone? I don't know. Does no. Apple know about this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they send three strong-arm thugs to come just fucking butt-rape you for having Google on your phone. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I know I just got some update where it it was saying in the description the okay Google now or something. I'm gonna have to look. This oh up. well, maybe you do. I don't know because yeah, that's what I have Google that's now. Awesome. And it's kind of cool because like when people text me like, "Hey, where are you?" or like, "How much longer?" Like I have an option to just like press a button, like one button, and it'll send them like a little Google Maps of like where I am. Like, that way I don't have to fucking be like, I'm at the corner, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Or like, whatever. Especially like, so when I'm driving, and it's like, bloop. And it'll be like, you know, it'll just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's like a lot of cool things for that. Like, I guess my phone's in the other room, otherwise I'd show you. But it gives me like weather alerts. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and and it gives you alerts on things that you're interested in. Like, I get reminders. Oh, I get reminders when, like, teams that I follow, like, sports teams I follow, are going to play. Like, I get reminders, like, every time before the Blazers play. I get reminders every time before the Ducks play. I get reminders every time, like, before, you know, the Timbers. I got the t- I follow the Timbers. So, it's like... And then I get live updates about, um, on this, about the score, too. And it doesn't, like, notify me, but it's, like, just right there. And it keeps this, like, little running tally of, like, things that I'm interested in and things that are, like, going on. That's pretty cool. And it uses, like, my search history to, like, ascertain some of this stuff. And it's just like, hey, by the way, do you want to follow the Blazers? And it's like, okay. And then it's like, tomorrow night, there's a game with the Blazers. And then while the game's happening, it's like, this game's going on. Right now, the score is this, and we're in the third quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then it does the same thing with, uh, like, TV shows. It's like, oh, by the way, a new episode of Walking Dead is about to start. Make sure you tune in. Have you seen the new one? Fear of the Walking Dead? No, not yet. 
I don't know if I really care. I've heard it's good. I wanted to watch it, but then I just decided I don't. Like, I mean, it's Walking Dead, and it's the, like, origin story of Walking Dead, basically. It's, like, how it started. Yeah. Which is cool. Alex is watching it. She really enjoys it. Yeah. Hasn't she seen all of Walking Dead, or just some of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a great show, so. She's read some of the comic books, but not all of them. Oh, that's cool. I haven't read any of them, but I see them for sale everywhere, like, used and stuff. I'm like, I should get into this. Like, the art style is kind of neat. And, like, it is kind of cool. I mean, the story is pretty cool, too. Like, they just set up this, like, perfect comic book world where it can go on forever. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. I've watched a little bit of it. I haven't really gotten into it. You should try from the beginning. I mean, dude, you'd enjoy it. I'm scared of commitment. Dude, the first season is six episodes. <laughs> I know. Still have to watch Game of Thrones. I've watched, like, part of the first season. I have the first three seasons on DVD. I know. We have them, too. Ah, uh, whatever. That show's a little different, though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel I, like... I enjoyed it, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those deals where you realize nothing good happens, ever. Well... You know what I mean. In general. The show is pretty much a downer the whole time, but yeah. you're at the edge of your seat to, like, see the people oh, yeah. you root for, like, kind of overcoming the negative things. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, there's not anything positive, but there's people just kind of overcoming constantly. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of cool in and of itself. Yeah. And, and, and you that's know, why I watched it. For and you see, a, you see a character you really like have, like, a, a moment of strength. Like a character you've been rooting for from the beginning, and they have this crazy moment of strength, or they get another chip that they can put in to like help their you know cause. Like it's just yeah. that's why Game of Thrones is cool. But honestly, like I don't feel like the show does the books any justice by any stretch of the imagination. Oh really? No, I mean the show's great. I watch it, but what's unfortunate now is like we're getting to the point where the show is overcoming the books. Oh, but they said the new books is supposed to come out at the beginning of next year, so. That's cool. And there's going to be one more book after that, but the show's going to be over long before that comes out. Oh, did you see the uh, uh, Conan O'Brien Comic-Con open? No. You haven't? No. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if that was sarcastic. So you know the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the like, metal truck in uh, Fury Road? The guy playing guitar. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Okay, I saw okay, that. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, where he's playing guitar. On yeah. It. yeah. Then they're, I don't know how we got lost. We should have got off at the 8. Have a Hoya. <laughs> <laughs> I just really can't hear the GPS with your guitar playing. <laughs> That's funny. He has the mask on and he tries to drink coffee. Did you see Breaking Bad at all? A little bit. Okay. Uh... Well, you fucking liked Mad Men, didn't you? Oh, yeah. That's like the one TV show I've ever really watched like that. Well, hey. Hey. Mad Men's AMC, and so is Walking Dead, dude. So I know. I know. AMC does make You're in the same stuff. family. They also... They made another show that I watched. They didn't... They only made it for like a season. I forgot what it was. Breaking Bad. No. Breaking a Bad season? was on for a long time. I don't know. I can't think of any other AMC shows off the top of my head. It was something obscure that they were going to make more of, but it didn't work out. Did you ever watch that Ascent or like Ascension? Yeah, I recorded it, but I never watched it. Yeah, I watched the first episode the other day, and just because, like, yeah, you and I had that conversation about it when you had recorded it, and mm-hmm. you're like, "That looks good." And I was like, "Yeah, I saw a commercial for that." The first episode, dude, it's pretty compelling show idea. I Is think, it? yeah. 
basically, the idea is in the 60s, we sent a basically like what would be considered like a colony ship, like a generation ship. Okay. Which is, you know, because in the in the terms of like, uh, in terms of space travel, in terms of space travel and like colonization of other solar systems and stuff like that, there's two schools of thought. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Do you hear what I fucking said? Yeah. And I've heard you talk about this too oh. in the past. Well, there's two schools of thought. I'll keep it brief then. Fuck you. There's the, you either travel as close to the speed of, what? You will keep it boxers. You either, (laughs) you either travel as close to the speed of light as you possibly can. Dude, I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. When we're done recording, we can like turn on the AC, but you'll probably leave at that point. So (laughs) you're welcome. Sorry, dude. I could have the fan on and and we could open that window right there. That's probably the best thing. But, uh, the fan, like it, it distorts the sound. You want me to open the window? Yeah, just open that blind right there. And then just open that window. Go for it. That won't interrupt the sound. Okay. I mean, when a car drives by, you'll hear it, but that fuck that, I don't care. It's not like we're in the studio here. What do you mean? We are in the studio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, But yeah, so it's a generation ship where they just... You know, and when the show's taking place... It's like the first generation of people that were in charge of the ship when it first took off in the 60s are retired. And now it's their children who are in charge of the ship. And they all are having kids and getting married and stuff. And when, you know, they get to a certain point, they'll retire and the next people take over. You know what I mean? And Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. John gets up. Um, so, yeah, Ascension's pretty interesting. I highly suggest giving at least the first episode a go about. <coughs> Have you watched True Detective yet? No. You're an idiot. I don't have any ways of watching it. I can give it to you. That would probably work. Um, if you ask Kane nicely, he might be able to give you his HBO Now login, and you can just watch it on HBO Now. Without internet? I don't know. I thought you had an iPad or something. Yeah, I mean, I use it for personal stuff, but I don't want to use it too much. Yo, yeah. Because eventually, I mean, I know with a company this big, there's always someone watching. But they've got more important stuff to do. But if I start to use, yeah, like a billion gigs, gigs, yeah, a month, they're gonna notice. Yeah, no, fair enough. Which we we got a free trial to Netflix. <laughs> Watched a lot of Netflix. Yeah, surprised I didn't get to talk to. Well, <laughs> but we've decided that when we get a house. That's in this century. And we can have internet. We're going to get internet, not dish. Because it's yeah. nice, but internet, like Netflix and Hulu, Hulu, you watch what you want to watch. Well, and what's cool is like, so we don't have TV service here, but like Bailey's parents gave us their, um, what they call, it's Dish Anywhere. And it's like Dish's streaming service. Yeah. We can stream live shows right on our laptop, which is hooked up to our TV. And, oh. and it's live stuff. We can go through the guide like you do. And really? You pick it. Yeah. I did not know about that. Yeah, it's called Dish Anywhere. And anyone that has a Dish account has a... No, not necessarily. It, it has to have Dish Anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, you know, because they had That's Dish... That's right, because we didn't get that because we wouldn't have been able to use it. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, Bailey's parents had Dish. Then they got rid of it when they tried to switch to just streaming things. Mm-hmm. But then they decided, it's like, well, we need, we do need TV. Like, we, we just need it because that's their lifestyle. So they went back and they got it. 
and they offered the, them this thing called the hopper. Which, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we it has the that. hopper, but then it also came with this uh, uh, dish anywhere thing. Oh, so maybe we do that. That way you could watch it on your laptop and you could do all this other stuff. And it was kind of like the best of both worlds: the streaming that yep. they wanted and the dish service. So we have their dish anywhere login, and we can watch it right here. We don't do it that often because it's kind of. It's a little clunky, is like it it's it does. It's not as like streamlined as Netflix is. We had uh, her parents' code for something similar. It was like yeah. HBO and Stars or something. Yeah, yeah. And we tried it when we were here, in Mount Angel, but it was pretty clunky. Yeah, I think all of them kind of are. Uh, but I think once it gets fixed, because you know Netflix was the same way. I think when they first started doing online streaming. Yeah. I remember, you know, going back to that technology thing where everybody resisted at first, dude. I remember when Netflix first started doing streaming. And I was like, oh, what a fad. Like, this isn't going to last. <laughs> I remember when Hulu first came on the scene. I was like, this is flipping awesome. I can watch TV shows from 10 years ago. Well, I thought Hulu I was a good idea because I knew the idea. is like, oh, TV shows. Yeah. You can watch TV shows online. Netflix was like movies and stuff. I was like, that's dumb. But then they Netflix had just as many TV shows as everything. And I was like, and then when I first saw it, the first time I was really exposed to it was... Uh, when, you know, because Cody had it. He was like the first person I knew that had like the streaming service for Netflix. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, like this is the future, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've even predicted that they can make video games run faster if you stream them from like a central server location. Like if you stream them oh, and play really? them just like, yeah. So for example, like you wouldn't need a computer that had the best graphics card possible because all of that shit would be done at their end and then it just streams to you. Oh. Isn't that ridiculous to That's think? That's pretty cool. That's, I mean, there's a, there was a service where they offered, they let you do that for a long time, but it didn't catch on. It just wasn't that popular. You know, like people wanted the games in their hands, right? Like they wanted to own the games quote unquote you know we're talking about the future and it brings one thing to mind <laughs> wow saw that coming john's little lightsaber app he's so proud of it's awesome oh you know you were talking about the toys earlier that was the other thing that was huge like when i went online when uh, right as the toys were announced they fucking had the uh the voices of the characters heard for the first time Oh yeah, Kylo Ren, who is the dark guy that you I see. I heard his voice. And then Finn. What's his voice sound like? Typical dark side voice guy. Like it doesn't sound like Darth Vader or anything, but it yeah, kind of. Yeah, but it's like. Like, like it kind of like I think it's indicated. Did you watch the trailer? Like the footage they released on Instagram, like the fifteen seconds. Yes. And it's like, you know, like there's been an awakening. You know, it's like, can you feel it? And is it's that just like Kylo. It sounds like it because. Because they put, they held the microphone up to the toy and they like went through all the like voice things. And it, and one of the things he says is like, uh, one of the things that they said on the video was, can you feel it? And it's yeah. like, oh, like, can you <laughs> feel it, motherfucker? I yeah. Think, and you man, hear Finn's voice for the first time too, who's the, the black, storm- the black stormtrooper okay. Jedi. Yeah. 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 Whose namesake, uh, black stormtrooper Jedi, uh, is an episode title of <laughs> Duel of Tanks. Yep. <laughs> We actually, way back when, we had a guy call in and leave, leave us a voicemail asking us what we thought about... Because remember, there's that big controversy when they showed him and he took the helmet off. I remember you talking about this, but I don't remember the controversy. Dude, people were fucking upset that there was a black stormtrooper. There's a black Jedi. Well, he's a Jedi now. We know that. We well, didn't know that back Jedi then. a black Jedi master. Oh, yeah. Sam Jackson. Well, that's what I, I remember I made the a joke. The real Sam Jackson. Yeah, dude, for sure. This party's <laughs> over. <laughs> 
I, I remember I brought that up to Kane. I was like, a black Jedi? There's no precedent for this. Actually. <laughs> um, but I'm excited, dude. And Me then, too. So Me then too. you see you see for the first time, because remember there was that video where, boom, Kylo Ren, the dark, like the Sith guy, like yeah, puts yeah. his lightsaber down and the cross guards come out. And then that's like where the video ended. Yeah. Well, now that happens. And then you see Finn and his fucking blue lightsaber comes up in the dark and it's like gently snowing. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I yeah, about yeah. came in my pants. Like, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Dude. And I don't know about you and everybody who's listened to any of my podcasts, like fucking, they've heard me say this a thousand times, but maybe you haven't. Is that I, I was so against the new. Star Wars. Like, when it was first announced, and, like, J.J. Abrams was doing it, I was like, fuck this. This is gonna be trash. Well, then I opened up a little bit when I heard the author who made my favorite Star Wars villain, he made one of my favorite Star Wars villains in a book, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who, dude, he's fucking badass. Like, cause it's like, after the defeat of the Empire, Darth Vader's gone, the Emperor's gone, and there's just, like, remnants of the Empire left over. Yeah. And he's the Grand Admiral. And like the, and the Empire, they're xenophobic, dude. They hate aliens. Like mm-hmm. they only really like humans. Yeah. But he's an alien and he's ascended to this like high rank. And. Is he the one with like the striped face? Or am I thinking of someone else? No, I don't. Th- he's like blue with red eyes. Okay. I don't know. Um, but he's cool because he's a fucking genius bad guy. But he's also, he's like a philosopher and an artist. Okay. Like, he, he realizes that the best way to conquer worlds is uh, is by studying their culture, by studying their art and their philosophy. Because he thinks, like, by better, if he can look at a painting or look at their art and he can understand it, then he can understand the what it takes to defeat them. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. I mean, it's just genius. Like, dude, he's so badass. Anyway, so Grand Animal Thrawn. But then the author, Timothy Zahn, was like, well, yeah, so they came out and said none of the book, like, none of the things that happened in the books happened. They didn't say none of the characters aren't going to be used. They didn't say any of that. Bailey's here. So the cat's, like, going crazy. So they didn't say that any of that stuff was going to be used at all. So they might be. Some of these great characters might actually be used. Yeah. Well, and then I started seeing the footage and the trailers, and I was like, holy shit, this is, like, true Star Wars. Like, this isn't shit. Like, this is true Star Wars. Yeah. That's what I'm excited so, for. So... Because it has such the feel of the old one. Bailey just comes in to <laughs> see the... It is that stupid movie. The best... We have, haven't talked about it in like 45 minutes. That's how bad this movie is. <laughs> He-Man Masters of the Universe. Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. Remember I told you this is what he's from. Uh, then there's Billy Barty. Yeah, Billy Barty. <laughs> oh, so, so, okay. Yeah, it looks So awesome. the new ones, they're going to be the... I'm assuming, and you know a lot more than I do, they're going to be the building up of the dark side again? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, yeah. it's well, interesting. Well, I mean, wouldn't it stand to reason, since there's going to be, you know, Kylo Ren, who looks like a Sith Lord, that's kind of what's going to be happening? I think we're going to see, like, less of, like, the sort of, like, Empire thing that we saw. But there's stormtroopers in it. Aren't there? Aren't, aren't, aren't those... Well, the Empire still exists in a certain sense. Because, so, okay, so the way it works in the extended universe, the books and the games and all that okay, stuff. Like, yeah. you remember playing, like, Jedi Academy? That's the only that that's the only part of the extended universe that I ever had anything to Well, do that's with. the perfect example of the extended universe, because there's stormtroopers in it. Okay. But it takes place, like, that's supposed to be, like, 10 or 12 years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, is it? Yeah, so what happens is, like, obviously the galaxy is so big and the Empire was so 
expansive that you destroy the emperor there's still gonna be yeah like supposedly like the way the new canon works like the way the new story works is that like it took like five years for them to spread the word that the empire was defeated like it took them that long holy crap just to like to spread the word and like the rebellion turned into the new republic and all this stuff and they're still working you know and even in the books like that took place like 12 15 to 20 years later after um after the return of the jedi after the battle of endor essentially which is what won them you know the the that's what destroyed the empire yeah uh they were still discovering like hidden remnants of the empire that were still operating like normal okay that makes sense you know i bet i cuz that happens in real life war too like how long did it take to root all the nazis out you know what i mean yeah like and there were probably still nazis like who went into hiding like they were probably rooted out like in the 50s right like maybe they weren't operating like there's stories of people going over to japan in like the 70s and 80s and in the middle of the jungle being a crazy general that still thinks world war ii is still going on oh yeah i see i can see that yeah Yeah, yeah, perfect example you know okay okay that makes sense yeah, the way I kind of view it is also like Hellboy, where World War II ended, but this like weird occult thing going on, like yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. it's like the World War II stuff like extended like into modern day. Yeah, uh, same thing so with like how how long is the news? It's supposed to be thirty years after Return of the Jedi. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So what and what's what's really exciting me about this? Luke Skywalker has not been seen or heard once in the trailers. So you have no idea who, like, what role yeah. Luke is going to play. Wasn't there a... Maybe you heard his voice. Well, oh, yeah, because he says, there's like, a, there's my a... family, the strong, the force is strong in my family. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And wasn't there a picture of Mark Hamill in, like, a deal with a goatee or something? Maybe. Or is that just random? Maybe. Okay. I don't know, dude. But Mark Hamill is pretty much, like, I'm excited, like, either way. Because he plays bad guys well, dude. He was, like, before, oh. before what's his name? Be uh, before uh, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill was everyone's Joker, like oh, really? because he did the voice of the Joker in the animated series of Batman, and people loved it. Uh-huh. He, and that maniacal laugh that Heath Ledger uses yeah. was modeled after Mark Hamill's laugh of the Joker. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. So even if he's like kind of a bad guy, like how badass that would, would that be? To- that would be awesome. Yeah, that would totally twist everything around. Well, and that's in—I mean—that happens in the extended universe, though. Like he falls to the dark side at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. He comes back because Han Solo like saves him, and then that's when he goes into isolation. And he and so in, in the extended universe, which is no longer canon, <laughs> they've destroyed it all. But what happens is he be, so falls to the dark side. He comes back and he says, "I can't let that happen again." And he has to remove himself kind of from society. So he goes and sets up the new Jedi Order on Yavin, which was the the base uh, where the first Death Star was destroyed in Episode Four. Like the jungle planet with the temples, like rising above the yeah, canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Yavin. Okay. He goes there to where the rebel base was when the fucking Death Star was like three minutes and counting. Yeah, count, yeah, you know, yeah. and then they're like, they're like, I'm gonna go in for it. And it's like, uh, you know, what do they say? I don't know. I don't remember, but I'm yeah. Trying to think of some of the lines from the battle of on the Death Star there, the assault on the Death Star, but. uh But so he goes there and he goes to the little rebel base and he sets up the new Jedi Order. And he goes around the galaxy and he tracks down, um, he tracks down the surviving children of the, of the Jedi who survived Order 66. And he, tra- he tracks down like maybe a dozen Jedi. 
and he trains them all. And it's filled with its own trials because, like, you know, like, there was a reason, like, they found the Jedi when they were, like, basically toddlers and took them into the Order, right? Like, Anakin was too old. Yeah. Fucking Yoda said Luke was too old. Like, and so he's mm-hmm. finding all these adults and shit and, like, bringing them to train his Jedi. And it's, like, two or three of his students, like, all fall to the dark side at one point. Like, mm. completely fall to the dark side. Like, one of his fucking students goes around... And he, like, finds all these, like, sites of power that are, like, rich in the dark side. For Like, one of them takes him straight to, uh, to uh, uh, Darth Vader's burial site <laughs> where you know, it's just, like, scorched earth there and, like, nothing grows there anymore. Where yeah. he was, like, burned alive. Or not alive. But, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know, his funeral pyre. Yeah, he goes there and he, like, harnesses some of the dark side power there. And he <laughs> fucking... Han Solo brings him back, too. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I know. Should play some Jedi Academy again, dude. Warm you up. I played some the other day. Did you? Yeah, dude, the trailer had me so excited. I was like, I need Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Star Wars is a special place. Doesn't it, though? Like, I I was talking to someone at work. I said, you know, I watched all six Star Wars over the week. She's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I've never really gotten into sci-fi stuff, but the thing about Star Wars, I'm not a I'm not a super sci-fi guy. Yeah, you don't have to be to like Star Wars. No, it's a great story. It's a I mean, it's a typical like good versus bad. Good versus bad, and, and it's trade not agreements. sci-fi. Everyone likes a good trade agreement oh, story, God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah! I was telling Kane about that one. time. I watched C-SPAN. It's like <laughs> I know, dude. I told Kane one time. I was like, you know what the original trilogy did right? They left the fucking trade agreements out of it. <laughs> Although, like, that's a cool little bit of world building if you're into it. Like, yeah, that's I how mean, the whole series is, starts is the fucking Phantom trade Menace embargo. Isn't a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. It's Star Wars, dude. Yeah, a fucking guy has a double edged lightsaber, and two Jedi fight him at the same time. Darth Maul, dude. I yeah, kept that guy around. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit in that, you know, and that's the thing. It's like me and Kane often say it's like the movies aren't great, but it's Star Wars. And that alone gives them enough that the movies have done well. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. those new, those, the the new trilogy, not beloved by all. Nope. Enjoyed by all, sure, but not beloved. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know what, what this movie sort of has going for it? And, th- and what I read the other day, and this made sense. This isn't, this movie has to do well. Because this isn't the start of a new trilogy. This is the start of everything Star Wars for Disney. That's true. Every movie, like, they're going to alternate. So they got, they, they're going to have their trilogy, I think, I guess. You know, so they're going to have The Force Awakens and whatever follows yeah. that. But every year between those releases, they're going to have a standalone movie. I, that's what I heard. Something so about a Boba Fett movie? Boba Fett, yeah. it's called. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if the first one's Boba Fett, but it's called okay. Rogue One. Which is going to probably, like, my anticipation of it, which some of my favorite books is the Rogue Squadron books. Yeah. Which Luke made the Rogue Squadron after the assault on the Death Star. Him and Wedge Antilles and all the other fighters. Yeah, yeah. He created Rogue Squadron, like the most elite star fighters in the galaxy. And, uh. I had not heard that they're going to do a standalone between each one. Yeah. So this is supposed to be like a fucking Star Wars movie every year from now until ever. Well, yeah, that sets it up totally different. Which, like, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's saying, like, they have to do this right. And I'm not saying that they're not. We're just saying, like, the pressure is on. Because this is the start of a new, basically, a Star Wars empire. Well, yeah. And, and, I mean, it's... Exactly. Because, I mean, the first ones... I mean, the the new trilogy, I should say, 
we knew what was going to happen. Yeah. We knew we knew it was all Yoda about, was going to yeah. live. We have no Wan idea what's going to happen in this one. Exactly. That's why it's so fucking exciting, dude. Yeah. It's insane. I know when I first started, you know what really did it for me? And everybody who's fucking listening to this podcast heard me say this a hundred times. But the first trailer where you see the fucking X-Wing come down and skim over the water. Yeah. Do you what, know what I'm talking I about? I do. Oh, that, that's what did it for the me. The scene that really got me is when you see the Star Destroyer, like, stuck in the desert. Oh, isn't that badass like, as shit? Yes. <laughs> that just gets you excited. Yeah. The only sad part about this is, like, we're all going to go fucking see the movie and it's going to be over, and then we're going to have to wait. And it's like all that anticipation for like yeah. a two-hour movie. Yeah. Oh, it just kills my soul a little bit. <laughs> but I don't know about you, but uh, we're all going to go see it on opening night, so you're welcome to come with us. I might. It's a, I mean, it's a Thursday, which is kind of inconvenient, but... It's middle of the winter. So, yeah, I think like Jason and Kane, I'm sure like if Bailey wants to go, she's going to go. So <laughs> Good reaction, Bailey. We, we can go again with me on Friday night. yeah i'd like to do that yeah it's gonna be fun so damn where are you gonna go i don't know or something oh fuck that's a good idea imax is a good idea so you know the you know what the cool thing that star wars has done as well they've sold out all well they've bought all imax theaters in the country (laughs) for a month a month they have a deal. Nobody other movie can be viewed on IMAX for f- four weeks. Well, hey, they know how to do business. <laughs> That's fucking genius, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know we're planning to go see it on uh, probably Christmas. That's cool. Yeah, I'm probably going to see it two or oh, three yeah. times. I mean, I saw... I haven't it. done that with any movie, but I will really? with this movie. I don't think so. I did it with Interstellar. I saw Interstellar twice. I saw The Dark Knight three times. And I saw Star Wars Episode 3, Star Wars Episode 2, and Star Wars Episode 1 probably about five times each in really? theaters. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how I am with Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I think I the only Star Wars movie I've seen in theaters is Episode 3, I think. Which was probably worth it. It was. That's that one's good badass movie. as shit, dude. So many people it give it super shit. Dark. It's fucking badass, yeah. dude. That's a good movie. I mean, dude, you want to hear some Star Wars fucking shit? Go listen to episode one of Duel of Taints and just listen to me and Kane fucking <laughs> fling shit about who the best Jedi is. Dude, we go to town, and my pick has always sort of been like, I mean, Luke Skywalker, obviously, is just, he's Who's fucking... the big forehead guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the worst part is, is that I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's pretty powerful, too. He's cool. They he, don't do any real character development with that guy, but he's cool. well. He's a he's a major character in the in the animated show, The Clone Wars. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like one of the only surviving members who like fought uh, General Grievous and like lived. Oh, really? Yeah, he's really powerful. I can't remember his name though, but you see him on the planet Felucia in the movie. That's the one with like the the big plants and everything, like the big glowy plants and the fungus everywhere. Is he on that one? Yeah, he's because that's where the uh, the lady Jedi with the green tubes. That's where she gets pinched on Pandora, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Felucia. (laughs) Looks like Pandora. It's a play on Fallujah, the city in Iraq. I don't know if that's true, but could be. I've always liked the name Fallujah. Uh, Maybe he's not in that then, but yeah, he lives though. He's one of the Jedi, doesn't he? He's on. He's on the. I don't don't think it's hot, but it's a it's a planet where there's ice and snow everywhere. That's where he gets killed anyway. I oh, say. he does die during Order 66. 
Yeah. Fuck, I was saying... Because he, he charges, and then his stormtroopers are back here. He's like, wait a minute. And he fights him off for a little while. Yeah. Well, he's powerful, dude. Like I said, he's one of the only ones that survived against General Grievous. And the only like real other person that could say that is Obi-Wan, yeah. who fought him a lot during the Clone Wars up until he finally cornered him on that fucking planet where he just fucked him up, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> fire shooting out of his eyes general grievous is a way cooler character like in the like expanded universe stuff like general grievous is awesome in the movie he's kind of a douche and he's sort of he's sort of portrayed as like kind of a ninny like you know those other droids that have like the staff things Mm -hmm. that they spin around he created those to fight jedi okay and those droids like kill jedi (laughs) <laughs> that's how fucking good he is that's pretty incredible you know what i mean like yeah. and he's like the grand general of like the army of the whatever the separatist army or whatever mm-hmm. which says something but it's like you watch him and it's like the only real interaction you have with general grievous because isn't he only in episode three i think so you don't see him in anything else no episode three or two is he in two i think it's two when do you see him in two i think he gets introduced in two when because episode two is like, I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's the one where like, three? Now I'm Anakin and Padme fall in love. Yeah, two is really sappy. I mean, there's parts that are and good. And there's a battle in the arena on Geonosis, like where the war starts and all the Jedi come and, and Sammy J says this party's over. Yeah, I think it's three that Grievous, Grievous is introduced and killed in yeah. three. So, right. which is so sad because like, dude, in the animated series, he's a fucking badass. And it makes, and what's cool is like when you realize how powerful he is. Because all those lightsabers he's carrying, he fucking picked up off a yeah. dead Jedi that he killed. Yeah, those are trophies. And uh, and what's cool is when you realize that that's kind of what made me realize how powerful Obi Wan is. Because in in the animated show, he fights him all the time, and he's obviously worried. But he like him and Grievous like trash talk each other, and it's like they have this weird thing where <laughs> it's buddies. like, yeah, <laughs> it's almost what it is. Like they play poker every Tuesday. Yeah. It's almost what it is, dude. They just meet up, they fight, and it's like, really, dude? We're fucking doing this thing again? Like, why? And it's like, this is just going to end with both of us running away. Like, why are we doing this? And then, you know, he fucking tracks him down to that planet in episode three and just fucking butchers his ass. Yeah. I don't know. Obi-Wan's got a special place in my heart. He's the one who I voted for to be the most powerful. I mean, I think Luke Skywalker is probably the most powerful Jedi. But when I was telling Kane, I was like, if I can't, if I can't vote for Luke, then I go for Obi-Wan because he's just like, he's cool, dude. He's He's cool. And when you kind of, when you really read between the lines of certain things, it's like, oh, he's cool. Like, shut up. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Bailey's like, yeah, you get it. You said he's cool five times. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? He said he's at the bar because he said he needed to pick up his office stuff. Um, feel free to stop by whenever he's like, well, I'm at the bar right now. And I was like, what bar? Oh, well, I'm not at the bar, so. What bar? Are these Why aren't we there? <laughs> Just kidding. It's a work night. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, uh, so one of the things I was going to say about reading between the lines of Obi-Wan is he has an affinity for animals. That's not really, he has like a, he has like a force gift with animals. It's not really ever portrayed on film. Well, he rides that thing. That's the only thing. Yeah. And this, in episode four, you remember when he finds Luke and he makes that weird sound to scare away the sand people? Oh. He fucking makes that sound. And it's the sound of a crate dragon, which is like a huge dragon lizard thing on Tatooine. Okay. And the sand people fear it. Yeah. He fucking emulated that call somehow. <laughs> 
Those are the only two things, and they don't say like, wait, Luke doesn't wake up and be like, I thought I heard a crate dragon, and everyone's like, I made that sound, bitch. <laughs> and same thing with that animal he's riding. Like, it's not really implied that like he, mm-hmm. you know, had a. F- it was his friend, which it was in this. In that you read in the novelization and all that stuff, it, he was friends with that creature. Really? No, don't bother looking at it, John. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. So, Masters of the Universe is still happening. Not sure why. They've been back in Eternia for so that's quite Skeletor? a while. I guess so. His staff looks like a logo for a black metal band or something. Doesn't it? Speaking of which, dude, I mean, you like black metal, right? Yeah, I, I hardly listen to it anymore. Yeah. But I used to. Well, uh, dude, so I went and saw this black metal band a couple years ago in a fucking club in Salem, and there was like 12 people there. And they're called Vatnet Viscar. It's pretty black. Dude. <laughs> They were featured, I don't know what magazine it was, but they they had a new track come out, and they were featured as the number one new black metal track in the world. What are they called? Vatnet Viscar. V-A-T-T-N-E-T-V-I-S-K-A-R. And they have a band camp where you can listen to their music for free. Dude, I suggest giving it a listen, because it's cool, dude. It harkens back to the days where, like, overproduction of metal, like... Could they dress up? No, they're just oh, dudes. Good. They're good. just dudes. They're te- like they're not teenagers, but they're in their twenties. Yeah, I mean, because most black metal bands, you look them up and they're, you know, crazy boots, black spikes oh, no, everywhere, shit. face paint. That's dumb. I no. agree, dude. I saw these guys in Salem with twelve other people, and they were fucking legit black metal, dude. Yeah. Like, and I think, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I could have swore they were from like Norway or something too. But it's pretty Norwegian sounding. But. um... You know, the, th- the thing about it is... Looks like they're from New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's actually pretty black metal when you think about it. Because you think New Hampshire, you think, like, you know... Witch trials and shit? I think... I think, like, sailboats and ma- maple syrup. Uh, I just think... Whenever I think of the New England, one of the first things I think of is the witch trials. Oh. So, which is, I know, is not <laughs> fucking... You know, it's Massachusetts. It's still... I think like quaint cottages by the sea. That too. When I think of the really haunted. eastern states. <laughs> uh, dude, he man's whooping these motherfuckers. I'm trying to figure out why they have a pink caddy. It got teleported there. Oh. Why is the cop there too? Wait, are they back in Earth? No, they're back in Eternia. But why is there bricks? That whole section got teleported into Castle Grayskull. Oh, okay. You'll see, like, the caddy is cut in half. Okay. Oh, I see. Well, that makes sense now. You know who that guy is? That's Blofeld. Who? Blofeld from James Bond. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Because that guy looked like Blofeld in some of the Bond movies. <laughs> You know, I've always thought that it was unfortunate that Matt Myra made a James Bond movie podcast before you did. Because <laughs> I, I like that podcast. I, I know. I love James Bonding. Um, but yeah, you should check out Vatnet Viscar because it's kind of cool because... You know what I mean, dude? When you listen to metal bands nowadays and it's so overproduced sounding and it kind of all sounds the same because they got like the fattest, heaviest guitar sound possible. And it's like, well, this is cool because it sounds like 
it's like the same quality of like recording like we had when we were doing shit. Really? You know what I mean? So it's like it's high quality recording, but it's like fucking black metal that's good. Okay, I'm totally wrong. Apparently, the guy who plays that detective was in all three of the Back to the Future movies. Oh, really? And Top Gun. Wow. Not in any Bond movies. He looks like the guy that plays Bullet Float. I guess I can see that. I'm going to have to check those guys out. Why does every movie about a strongman have a scene where they push over a huge statue? Saddam Hussein. Dude, probably. (laughs) Like, but it's crazy. Like, uh, Conan the Barbarian. I just watched the new Hercules the other day. Have you seen that yet? No. Dude, I was going to suggest that we should watch that for the podcast. I actually almost recorded it today because I saw it was on TV. It's on Netflix, I think. At least it was. It might not have done well, but I watched it and I was entertained. Is it pretty good? It's not the best, but... Is it like the new Conan, kind of? Oh, he has the power. Yeah, I guess I'd compare it like to the new Conan. Yeah, he has the power. Did it say that on there? Yeah. Oh. He said, I have the power. Yeah, that's from the comic book. Yeah. I have the power! (laughs) And then he transforms into He-Man. Huh, this is cool. He-Man and Skeletor are both fighting. They're both imbued with power of Grayskull. Um... I like where their strikes are. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but... You know, the thing is, is, like, if somebody... By the way, have you seen, um... Did you ever watch Kung Fury yet? What? Kung Fury? No. Okay, so we're gonna have to have a mini-episode on Kung Fury, because it's, like, a show... It's a movie that we would watch on this, like, for sure. And it's 30 minutes. This is, like, one of those... We talked about this. We did, we? last time we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Or not, not last time, a while ago, I think. Oh, last time. Was it last time? Here, yeah. Okay. When we camped. Oh, yeah, camping. Yeah. So... It was like in July. Yeah, that was a while ago. So, yeah, Kung Fury. Uh, yeah, it's 30 minutes. You can knock it out and like just make it like a little mini episode. And uh, you'll like it, dude. It's funny. Is it? It's a riff on 80s movies and video games and music yeah, that's and everything. Right. I yeah, do you want to see that? Hi, cat. Yeah. Sorry, cat. Well, anyway, I was going to say, like, if you saw a fight scene like this in a in a movie that was like an independent film like you'd be like go them you know what i mean what's a big studio you're like this is dumb yeah but it's like the emperor yeah i was just thinking that (laughs) um god damn dude what were we talking about before that though i don't remember i was just trying to think of that star wars still or no we got not star wars vatnet viscar black metal yes That's all I had to say about it, though. Check I don't know. It out. It's pretty cool. To, well, I listen to Pandora, so it just kind of switches, you know. Yeah, I got like a hundred stations made on there, and it's like <laughs> every once in a while I get a station that's like, "Damn it, John!" Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember doing it. That's the funny thing. Yeah. I mean, it's all good music, you know. It's kind of nice because I do have such eclectic taste in music that I think over listening to one genre or over listening to like one band it's kind of tedious but it's like seriously i have like 100 pandora stations and i just put it on shuffle it's like one time i'm getting like fat dubstep next time i'm getting like kind of old school country western like which is like good country western yeah. not not twang you know and then the next I time really i really don't get, like new country no it's i shitty. used to listen to country can't stand the stuff anymore dude it's shitty yeah it's shitty it's pop music 
uh, it's worse than pop music because yeah. it's behind the curve of pop music. Like pop music innovates and country music just copies pop music. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the one reason pop music is somewhat bearable because when you listen to it, it's like sometimes you get you you hear a new song and you're like, oh my God, this is new. I've never heard anything like this. You know what I mean? And someone sets the curve and then country music like a year later, they're like, oh, we yeah. can do this too. Yeah, I fucking hate the country shit they play on the radio. It's so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's like great really singer songwriters like John Prine and like yeah. um, Merle Iris Hunger. Dement, you know, who's a great country singer. Iris Dement? Yeah, she does that. What's that song that's like. Fuck, she has a really famous song. If Bailey was here, she'd know. She sings a duet with John Prine, which is why I named her. But she has like a really famous, like another kind of country like folk song. Okay. Um, that's really good. Not like small town or something. It's not small town. Like, I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, and then and then after that, you know, it's like the next song that comes up is like Gregorian chants. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like a brutal metal song followed by you know something else. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's pretty. It's nice. Wilder. Billy Barton. So the detective guy is staying in Staying the there, I guess. All right. Why wouldn't Julie stay? Oh, back before her parents died. Is that what she was going to say? When you were going to get something, they were in a cemetery and there was two tombstones that said whatever Winston and whatever Winston. Mr. and Mrs. Julie's mom and dad? Yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> All I expect to see with seeing a young Courtney Cox like this is like the fat scenes from Friends. When she's a high schooler, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she's so adorable in those scenes. Um, yeah. Did you ever see uh, The Longest Yard? With Adam yeah. Sandler? Yeah. Is Courtney Cox in that? I don't know. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Hercules. The movie Hercules. Mm. With The Rock. So the cool thing that they did about that... Was so yeah, it's kind of on par with like the new Conan. Except Dwayne I think that, Johnson is in it. Yeah, really. Yeah, he plays Hercules, and he's fucking huge. And um, the one thing is that I wish that they would have shown him just beating the shit out of people more because they make him look fucking massive in that movie, and he is massive. Like, did you ever read about his diet for that movie? No. It was like 5,000 calories of like pure protein and like muscle building. <laughs> like, dude, he's stacked in that movie. It's fucking ridiculous. It. And he, uh. You ever wonder what it would be like to be that strong? Where you could grab something that weighs 500 or, you know, 200 pounds and just lift it up? I've never been like that stacked for sure. But I've been, I've had moments where, like, I worked out, like, there was a time, like, I don't know if it was junior or senior year, where I focused a lot on weightlifting in mm-hmm. high school, like, in, you know, weights class and stuff. And I focused a lot on that. And I, before I, re- like, I was kind of afraid to lift too much weight. And then I went to go, I had got a new weightlifting partner. And they're like, no, dude, you could lift way more than this. And I was lifting, like, 235 pounds, like, benching it. And that wasn't even my max. Like, I did 10 reps of that. And I just remember, like, being like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. Like, how could I lift this much? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've had those moments where I'm like, whoa, I'm, like, way stronger than I am. Now I'm fucking, I'm a weakling. Me too. (laughs) I haven't worked out. Like, when I started doing the show Hair, I made a, you know, because it was like I was waking up in the morning, 
going to work for a short time and then like meeting up with the band and it was like we'd start drinking at like noon <laughs> and uh and i was like all right so i was like i'm just not gonna worry about my diet or anything like that like while i'm doing the show hair yeah. and then after hair ended it's like i'm not gonna worry about it until after o fest because like we're kind of going all out for this o fest since it's our last one here in town yeah that's right so so i was like may as well just wait until after <laughs> the big four-day party yeah exactly um, and then I'm going to try and get a little bit back <laughs> in order because I've gained like 20 pounds. Not yeah. true. Maybe 15 pounds. I've gained quite a bit of weight too. It happens. There's a time there where I just like, you know, I don't care. I care. Well, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, because it's like before I quit. Vicky Thomas. <laughs> By the way, the movie's over, guys. <laughs> Couldn't even spare any mind to it. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's like before I quit eating healthy, I was like working out a lot and it's like, you know, I had like good core strength, like could like sit up in bed without having to like use my arms, <laughs> like push myself up. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, dude, you know, I can't either right now. Like <laughs> Bailey goes to work in the morning and I like lean up to give her a kiss and I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can barely get up. Ah, oh, shucks. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts on the movie? Um, yeah, pretty shitty. Don't watch it. Yep. Just kidding. Watch it. Suffer with. It. Oh, wait, you probably already did watch it with us. No, nobody. No, yeah, please. Nobody don't. watches no. the movie with us while we eat, right? No, that'd be cool. But the only people that listen to this are you, me, and Dusty. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't watch it and neither would so i it was pretty bad yeah if they would have stayed on uh whatever the planet was called eternia yeah hell yeah dude yeah they're like how can we save a few bucks in set uh making they're like let's bring it to la yeah pretty much we're here <laughs> <laughs> oh god so bad you know and uh, this is like coming from the two guys who watched fives and kind of liked it yeah both of them <laughs> Worst movie of all time. <laughs> we watched we it. We watched enough of it. <laughs> you know what's really misleading it though? It's like I said, dude, I watched like the first like 10, 15 minutes of this movie the other day. I had like no idea. I was like, oh cool, it's in Eternia. Like, this'll be alright. No. You turned it off right before. Yeah, dude, I did. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> oh well. Well no, not bad. Um, actually it, it it was bad. I meant to say, I was talking about the beer. I was trying to say, oh, the beer the was beer. good. The yeah. beer was very good. The beer was great. Um, yeah, movie, ter- hey, Purple Haze made it. <laughs> the one good part about the movie that we remember. John. My melody. <laughs> <laughs> I was closer than that. Not much closer, Sing but right I was now. closer. Sing it right now. No. <laughs> you should have heard John singing Purple Haze. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll get it to listen to it, actually. It came on. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's on recording. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't know you run a whole network of podcasts. <laughs> Sometimes Wait, these aren't dummy mics. Uh, no, dude. No, just dummy behind them. D- yeah, I was, hey, gonna, hey, I was hey. gonna say. Yeah. I guess it depends on who's talking into them. <laughs> Boy, so bad. It's a canon film. So yeah, this episode was pretty much all about uh, Fresh Prince, uh, Fresh Hop IPA. What? oh my god listener there was an after credit sequence 
and you see this like water where Skeletor fell into and he pops up and he says, I'll be back. Not only that, they froze it on his face. Like they were like, this is the cut we have to do. And they froze it on his dumb ass face. This show looks cool. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about watching it the other day. Mostly because that guy right there looks like Joaquin Phoenix, but it's definitely not. <laughs> he was just in something recently. Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Not her. It's newer than that. Yeah, there's something that he was in that looked great. Yeah. I don't know how old it is, but he was in The Immigrant. The Immigrant. There's a movie that's come out since her that he's been I, I in. I think The Immigrant maybe. What? We uh, saw a trailer for it. Marion Cuchard in it. He plays kind of like a dick in it. But he's, I mean, yeah. that's a great movie. Uh, Marion Cuchillard, she comes from Poland. Yeah, yeah Marion Cuchillard, who is like Chris Nolan's like woman, basically. Yeah. She's in... Inception, she's in... Isn't she in... Um, oh, she's in the Batman movies. Batman. She plays mm-hmm. the Al Ghul that's in... The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that's Marion Cotillard, right? Yeah. So yeah, she's in she a Bond plays... movie, I think. She's what? She might be. Is Was she? she in Skyfall? Oh, I don't know. Dude, have you seen Skyfall? Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking so good. I'm excited for the new one. Doesn't it look awesome? I Wait, haven't seen. Is anything. there anything? I don't, I don't think there is. <laughs> you know what they said about that black guy who they were gonna have play Bond? Idris Elba. Idris Elba, who's right. a great actor, by the who way. Who is that? Idris Elba. Have you seen Prometheus? Yes. He's the ship captain. The black he, ship captain. He's not Bond. No. He was up for Bond, and the the creators of James Bond said he looked, quote-unquote, too street. Meaning too black. Yeah, they're like, he's way too black for this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he's a great actor, don't get me wrong. Who's he's the other guy that's Bond. up for it? What? Who's the other guy that's Tom up for Hardy's it? Oh, that. Tom Hardy. He'll be cool. Yeah, Mad Max. Be. I didn't know that they're getting rid of Daniel Craig. I, think they're just I mean, uh, maybe after, like, they're just talking after about the Spectre. next Bond. Okay. Yeah, Spectre, that's right. Yeah. yeah, dude. 2017 or something. Looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm down for anything with the name Spectre in it. <laughs> Spectre? What does Spectre stand for? Bailey's face. She's just like, just shut up. <laughs> just shut up, Rhett. Spectre stands for something. It does in Mass Effect. Okay. The game. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the band. Is there a band called Mass Effect? I think they're Massive Effect. There they is do that teardrop song. That was the song for the commercial for the first Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. How did you know that? Because I really like that song because of the commercial for Assassin's Creed. There is a band called Picture It in Ruins. And they're like a technical metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they... All of their albums are named after like Mass Effect stuff. Like all of their songs in one of their albums is named after Mass Effect stuff. Mm-hmm. Like their album is called like uh, Solipsism or something like that, which is like the act of like when you have a memory, you don't just recall it, you relive it. Oh, which happens in Mass Effect. And then there also there's a song called Mass Effect. <laughs> I didn't check it today. Um, yeah. So there's that. Good band, though. Check them out. Pretty cool. They played at a bar in Salem, and then I told Taylor to go, and he was like, I'm busy. And I was like, dude, this band is like a band that you would love. And I kept thinking the whole time. I was like, do they have vocals? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do. And they're good. And it's like a typical Taylor metal band. You know what yeah. I mean? Like really, really techie. Just techie as shit. Like th- they reminded me a lot of the band within uh within the ruins. Yeah. I love that band. Fuck, that band is fucking amazing. Yeah. Dude. They got that song uh, Ataxia. Ataxia two is my I favorite. I was actually listening to that when I got here. Oh, it's so good, <laughs> dude. That song is fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. The first one is pretty weak, but Ataxia two and three are fucking incredible. Because they have a song called Ataxia in each one of their albums. Okay. And it's just an instrumental, like, fucking legit. But they, yeah, they remind me of Within the Ruins, but they're less known. I I should just burn you their album, dude. You'd like them. They're pretty good. Like, they've got, like, five or six songs on their album. And they're just, it's just technical, like, and the the vocals are good. The guitar playing is solid. Like, and they got a few, like, kind of tired, like, musical themes that they do in there where you, like, listen to it. And it's like. Eh, that's a little tired, but they spin it in the right way. Like, yeah. plus they played at a bar in Salem with like twenty people, and it was like, bah! <laughs> but anyway, we can call that pretty good. Any uh, final thoughts on the beer before we close out? Uh, delicious. Like I said, I thought there might be centennials in there, and there was in fact centennials. You had to have read the bottle. You what? fucking bullshitting me? Why do you think I read the bottle? Because your exact words were. Who are wet, you talking hot. to? You. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, read I was just blown away because you were like, Centennial... What? Did you say you read the bottle just now? No, you didn't hear that. Did you say that? <laughs> You'll have to go back and listen. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> did you say... Crap, it? there's audio proof. Uh, did you, you did yeah, say I read that. the bottle. Okay. Oh, okay. Jesus. But I would have guessed one of the sea hops, which... Wow, that's crazy. ...actually is a pretty good guess because a lot of the hops they use in IPAs these days are Cascade, Centennials, Chinook. So what are Centennials? like? It's a variety of hops. But, I mean, like, where are they grown? Everywhere here? There's a field just down that I walked every day or every week for, like, two and a half months or something. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure if it was, like, a specific geographic location, like... I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not an expert in hops or anything, but I, I don't know that there's hops that are specific to different regions. I think in Oregon, in the Willamette Valley, we can grow just about any kind of hop. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a few hops that they can get different flavors for if they grow them in Germany and over there, so they do. Yeah, Saws is an example. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, John. You had me like really buying your little bullshit before, and then I was like, hey, this is exactly what it says on the bottle. <laughs> Wet hop centennial. <laughs> I think what gave it away to me, though, was the fact that I said, I don't really detect any citrus. And you're like, no, there's citrus. I, I, I honestly could taste it. I didn't detect it really until I really let there's it There's like sit. a stale grapefruit. I'm getting pretty nerdy here, but... Uh, there's something in there. But I only detect it as like an aftertaste, like, and barely. Yeah, that's very where subtle. I got it, too. Because I get more of like a floral thing. And I definitely I, I definitely get with you, like, on the, on the taste difference between, like, the wet hop... Like, there's definitely something there to how it comes out in the beer. I I think dry hop beers taste fresher than wet hop beers. Please. But this is categorized as a fresh hop IPA. They just mean the hops are fresh. Cut yeah. them off the vine and throw them in the vat. <laughs> vine, actually. That's what I said. You said vine. What did you say? Vine. Really? Is that what it's called? A vine? Yeah, because it needs to... Because it wraps around something. It doesn't climb on something. What like the fuck? That's called a bind? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Look it up. That's 
You're fucking with me. A bind. Of all things you could be saying to fuck with you. Those letters are <laughs> those letters are right next to each other. Thank on you, the Bailey. <laughs> yeah, that's a big joke of the night. Bind. Real knee slapper. I don't know. It's just fucking people surprise me with the names of shit. It's weird. Like you know what the little metal hoops on a tarp are called? Like where you tie it down? I've always just called them like eyes. A grommet. Oh yeah, grommet. Oh shut the <laughs> fuck up! Like you knew that. Well, truthfully, <laughs> I think a grommet's most of the time as uh, as rubber as an insulation. Just shut up. Just stop. I'm now. Serious. Just stop now. <laughs> You're worse than Dustin. <laughs> The sugar bonds with the rubber, and you get a clean seal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You ever tried that? Shut up. Have you? He told me it was a lie. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? No. So do you know? I guess not. Well, all right. Seems like it wouldn't work, though. I just imagine, like, pouring, like, a bag of sugar onto my windshield, like, why isn't this working? Why isn't the sugar bonding with the rubber? awesome. Your neighbors are like... Alright, call the cops. <laughs> Rhett's out there in his underwear screaming, why isn't it working? <laughs> Anyways, guys, you should definitely... Your car is fuel injected, right? I, I think am. Dusty already tried. Dusty tried this when I was in the room. About putting bleach to clean up the injectors. That's one thing I fucking know that's bullshit. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. But if you put sugar in there... That's even bigger bullshit. Yeah, I know. He said that too! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but the fresh... That's the extent of my car, car knowledge right there. That and the spim spammer and the wimmy wammer? No, the steering knuckle. <laughs> anyway, This is real, by the way. Oh. I didn't believe it at first. <laughs> you know, I fixed my car. It was driving weird. Like, I was driving. Mm-hmm. And it was like, kept being like... You know, and like kind of cutting out on yeah. it, like at high speeds. Like a... 55 to 65 it kind of cut out as mm-hmm. I, like sputter a little bit and i was like oh no it's the transmission or the engine or something electrical problem yeah how'd you fix it i so the wiring that was going to my battery to the rest of my car i assume was had like corrosion on it Uh-oh. so i and it was inside the wire mm-hmm so I had to take off all the covering and... What's up? What about this? <laughs> I, I need a camera. My phone is in the room over there. On the hook. So uh, I had to take off, the, take off the insulation and everything and like clean the wiring. Yeah. Which was a bitch. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's and more, then that's I more than I do. put it back together and it seems to be working just fine now. I was guess I was losing like electrical efficiency. No idea. Hmm. But yeah, I could have swore it was. Anyway, well, that ends this week of car talk. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars car talk, <laughs> Star Talk. Wait a minute, that's a show. Star Talk is Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast. You watch Keaton Peel at all? Sometimes, yeah. Have you seen the Neil deGrasse Tyson one? No. <laughs> He's like with his wife and trying to get out of chores. Well, actually. <laughs> And he goes into his whole spiel. <laughs> <laughs> he would. I've actually never seen any of his stuff. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, make sure you guys try out the Fresh Prince uh, IPA over at Gilgamesh. and Let them know we sent you there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably find it at any number of tap houses or at their uh, their local um, place in Salem. Yeah, yeah their local delicious. restaurant in Salem. 
Make sure you guys check out uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe, available on Netflix for a short time before everyone realizes how shitty it is. Don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. Don't um, watch. Anyway, make sure you guys stick around for the next episode, uh, Cineman, and all that good stuff, and uh, we'll get back to you uh, with, I don't know, what we're going to watch. Something. Something probably pretty Escape stupid. from New York or Hercules or... I keep trying to get John to watch Blade, but he seems so against it. I'm just not against it. I'm just not for it. You hate Wesley Snipes. No, you hate black people. Well, I don't like people that evade taxes, by golly, and he evaded taxes. Yeah, and he served his time. Well, all right. Now he's a reformed human being, hopefully. I bet he's evading taxes right now. Probably. Gonna land back in prison. Although I heard that he was gonna try and pay them. Like, I heard that he was gonna, like... How much did he owe? I don't know, exactly. I heard that he was gonna try and be square with them. Like, you know, like, oh shit, this was a misunderstanding, or something of that nature. Like, okay, I'm gonna pay him, sorry. Like, he must have believed that thing about the Constitution, like, where they said, like, they never ratified income tax. And so then he's like, okay, fine, I don't want to go to jail, like, I'll pay him. And they're like, no, we're making an example out of you. And he's, like, ho- high profile and all that stuff. So they threw him in prison. Made it more popular. Did it? For that, I don't know who he was. Blade, dude. <laughs> all right, we should end this. Yeah. You guys can uh, tweet us. I'm at Red is Awesome. R-E-T-T is Awesome. You can also uh, tweet us at our uh, show handle, which is at Spice. Uh, you can call us at 657-888-3835 or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash share podcast. Also, I accept Morse code, uh, smoke signals. I think we also have an email address. Cinnamon at airpodcast.com. I have to look that up. Okay. I don't think we've ever advertised that. Otherwise, you can email us at awesome at airpodcast.com. But until next time, uh, once again, I've been Rhett. And I, you've been Rhett? I've been Rhett. Who are you going to be now? Uh, hopefully... A fresh prince. And I'm John. That's Take care. It. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom. Cool. Good work.